0: Hey, what's up, guys? Christopher Stolle back with another Breaking the Fourth Wall, and this time I get the pleasure of sitting down and talking to somebody who's kind of a jack-of-all-trades in the enter- entertainment industry. Uh, I see in her IMDb credits she's a writer, she's been a producer, she's been an actress. Uh, basically, everything that she costs, possibly- I- I've even seen where she's like a boom grip. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Charlie Marie. Charlie, how you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on.
0: Oh, it's a, pl- a pleasure. The honor's mine. Uh, well, obviously, we got to start where everybody starts. It's it's the question you ask any entertainer in, in 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 this industry or any industry. The question is, how'd you get started? Like, what made you decide you wanted to go into this field?
1: Well, honestly, I have always wanted to be an actress, like my entire life. I mean, when I was little, people said that I was really sensitive and super emotional, and I was like, you know, how can I use that for good? Like, what can I do to harness that skill and actually use it to basically do something good with the world, you know? Right. And I was like, you know, if I'm an actress, I can use my emotions and basically inspire the people with them, you know? (laughs) So I thought that would be a great idea, but I was way too shy to tell anybody. Like, I didn't tell my parents until I was, like, 24, 24. And, like, I just I didn't want anybody to know because I was scared of them thinking that I should be a lawyer or a doctor or something more serious, you know?
0: I get that, yeah. so
1: I went to be a nurse for a while, and I went to school for nursing, I went to school for teaching, and I was like, you know, I was decent at it, I liked it, it was okay, but it wasn't my calling, you know what I mean? Right. So couple years ago I got kind of depressed and I was just like man I'm just not happy with what I'm doing I love my kids I love my life but what I'm doing itself is not good and I just got super down and then a friend of mine he was like so if you could do anything in the world what would you do I was like well secretly I've always wanted to be an actor and he's like so go for it and I was like you know that's actually not a bad idea then I started taking classes well i had taken classes before but i started taking more classes actually more directed towards film rather than theater and just like acting itself more you know how to move around with the camera and the lighting and that sort of thing and i started focusing in on acting and going to auditions and then last year i got my first paid role and i was like i'm officially professional that's when i finally decided to tell my parents (laughs) <laughs> so I was scared to tell them until I knew, you know?
0: I actually can relate to that uh, uh, little-known fact. Well, most of my listeners know, but little-known fact to most of my guests is I used to be a professional wrestler. And uh, when I was a kid, I always had an affinity for music. And my mother was absolutely against me ever being a musician because, you know, the, the the typical story. Musicians all die of an old, uh, early age, usually from drugs and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So when I became a professional wrestler, I didn't tell her. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and. wow. And, oh. uh, Finally, I decided to move to Colorado where she lived, and I knew that if I was going to be interacting with her, she would find out about wrestling. So I I finally made the phone call that I was dreading, and I was maybe 23 years old at the time or whatever. And I was really fearful of it. (laughs) And it was ironic because her reaction to it was, I always knew you'd get into some form of acting. (laughs) Oh, cool. She
1: (laughs) looked good. At least I had a good reaction. I was pretty blessed with that too. They were like, my, both my parents were like, you know, it suits you. I think I think you actually, you do really well with that. And I was like, you think so? And they're like, yeah, just, just be careful. Make sure you get paid, you know, so you can take care of the family. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course, but I already kind of am. And they're like, wait, really? And I'm like, yeah, like I'm doing pretty good. I'm like, all right, good. Take care of your family and you got this. Keep going. And I was like, yay, they're actually proud of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, the big is question awesome. is, the big question is, is like obviously you, you, you got into acting because you wanted to be an actress or, or an actor. You wanted to be in front of camera. Yeah. But you have a lot of credits behind the scenes, too. What made you delve into those uh, areas as well?
1: It was for the benefit of the production. You know, like I realized that I want to know what's going on. If I'm just an actor, then yeah, I can do my part. I can, and that's it. And I can focus on that. And, I, I love focusing on that. That's my favorite thing. But if I know what they're doing in other places, it helps me to be able to actually effectively help them too. So it's kind of like, I mean, it's like a synergistic system. Like you're all working together to make this thing great. And if I know what other people are doing, I mean, I tried to kind of learn a little bit of VP work. I, I didn't want to actually take the job of being the VP because to me that's A lot of stuff I haven't completely learned but I was watching and kind of trying to learn and asking you know hey so what is going on with this part when we had breaks and stuff every now and then because it's just interesting to me I love the whole thing and the thing is if if I understand what each person is going for and what they're trying to do it's easier for me to do my thing even better you know
0: no, that makes, that makes sense. Uh, it helps to know the inner workings of things. Um, but really like yeah. the, like, like some of the questions isn't so much about like the producing or, or even the, like the lighting techs or, or I'm, I'm talking out my butt. I don't really know a lot of the jobs that are going on, but what I found fascinating is that you have a lot of credits, uh, as a writer. What inspired you to, to, yeah, to write? I've been writing a lot. Um,
1: you know, it's crazy. I, I didn't actually mean to go for that it just sort of happened um a friend of mine was actually we were hanging out and he was skyping with a different friend of ours and they were talking about a screenplay that the other friend on the computer was writing and you know they're figuring stuff out and I wasn't completely paying attention I was just you know working on my own thing and he's like you know your screenplay is really good talking to the other guy He's like, your screenplay is really good. I love the storyline. It's, you know, it was a horror film. It's really scary. But your grammar is just not, like, on par. And he looks at me and he goes, you, you're you still making a 4.0, huh? And I was like, yep. And he's like, you're good at writing, huh? And I was like, yep. And he's like, would you edit this guy's screenplay and just, just make it formatted right, you know, grammatically correct? Could you do that? I was like, sure, no problem. So I start editing it. And then I was like, you know, what if we add this? Wait, 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 what if we, we change it? Are you cool with me, like, changing a couple things? And can we can we conference on this? Because I have a bunch of ideas you might love. And he's like, sure, so we conference. And he added, like, probably, like, I don't know if it's 100%, but, like, 99% of the things that I suggested. And then I thought about it, and I was like, you know, I've been telling stories like a little girl, like, this would be really cool to write my own. So then I, I started taking classes and branching out and learning a lot about how to write a screenplay. And then I started writing my own. I thought it was fun. And so now I kind of do both. I mean, acting is the primary, but I definitely like screenwriting, too.
0: What, what type of stories do you most generate, uh, gravitate towards, whether writing or even choo- uh, for choosing your jobs?
1: Shutter Island
0: with Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Ruffalo. I'm sorry. Um, huh? Yeah, I'm sorry. Somebody tried to call through. I apologize for that. That's an that's an oh, edit. Um, okay. And for some reason, my phone automatically went to on hold. I'm like, ah, no. Um, <laughs> oh no. The question the question that I had asked was, uh, what what uh, what type of stories do you generally gravitate towards when you write, or even when you choose your your uh, Possible uh, gigs for acting. Uh, uh, what do you What do you lean most towards? Like, romantic, comedy, horror, sci-fi. Like, what What are some of the favorite yeah, fields you like to go?
1: When I'm writing, a lot of times I've been asked to write like horror films. Because apparently, I'm pretty good at them. But what I generally gravitate towards when I'm writing is more like, um, like drama or like thriller. Like, have you ever seen? Uh, other island with leonardo dicaprio and mark ruffalo
0: yes yes so so yeah. kind of the so horror like, thriller
1: yeah like it kind of goes in like you have something in the plot that just completely just is like wait wait that came from this like what happened and i i like those kinds of twists and things so when i'm writing that's generally what i go for um unless i'm asked to do something specific like a lot of times i'm asked to write horror films um Acting-wise, I've been in a bunch of different things, but I tend to, like... A lot of people put me in comedies because I just seem that way. Like, I seem really bubbly and outgoing, and it just seems like a great comedic relief. And that's fun. I mean, it's about timing. But with... For me, it's, it's really fun to, like, dig deep and get into, like, a really good drama. And it's, like... I don't know. It's just refreshing to... You know, pull out emotions and just, like, completely be this person that is nothing like who I actually am.
0: Are you there one of those... There
1: one... Um...
0: Sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, g- I can hold.
1: <laughs> there was... <laughs> Sorry. There was one I did recently where I'm, like, a gangster's wife, and that so doesn't match my personality. It's just, it's, like, so much fun to play, though, because I can be this total badass, you know, bitch, basically, and I'm, you know, I'm just completely her. And so when somebody watches it on the screen, they're like, "Wait, this is you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of fun."
0: Are you Are you the type of uh, actress who, uh, when you when you get a role that is against the grain, as it were, uh, you know, as you said, not your typical personality? Uh, are you one of those like method actors? Like, uh, do you lock yourself in a room to to, to find the feeling of isolation and and <laughs> And all that, or like, like uh, I imagine you're you're probably married with, with, with children, um, you know, does the, the, the family turn around like, oh, she must have a part because she's personality completely <laughs> different? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I have kids. I'm not married, but I I do kind of both. I definitely don't bring it home to my kids because, I mean, depending on the role, like you know, but I do. I do kind of both. I focus on the technical aspect of it. You know, how am I standing? How am I looking to the camera? How do I, how am I portraying this this character's emotions physically? But then at the same time, it's emotionally, I'm digging into myself and finding things that, you know, they don't always relate the way you would think. Like, I don't think about, you know, a dog dying to be able to cry. it's, It's like, basically, I sort of, methodly I guess in a sense embody that character so I'm when I'm on set I'm that character and that's it and then when I'm off and I go home I'm me again and it's like there's no I I do kind of the method things before I get to the set but once I go home you know my kids need to be me so I'm back to being myself and like when I was doing the um the gangster's wife one I was listening to music that put me in the mood that she would be in, basically, Okay. and made me her, essentially. And, you know, I was listening to this music in the, in the car on the drive to set. And then I got there, and the director made a comment. He's like, whoa, you're already her. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> expecting to meet Charlie, and I'm meeting Kim. Like, whoa. And it was, it was fun. Like, so to me, it's like once you're there, you're that character. But once you're home, you're your kid's mom, you know?
0: Did you, did you find it difficult to, 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 to switch on and off between the two, uh, with, particularly with roles like, uh, for example, like The uh, the Gangster's Wife, where it was such a personality switch? Like, did you need a couple minutes after, after uh, rapping or whatever before going home to be able to, like, okay, whew, it's over, I'm me, I'm me, I'm me, okay, now I can go? Or was it just simply, like, as soon as the director yelled, cut, it's Charlie's back?
1: I don't think I can switch that fast to where it's like, cut, okay, me again. It kind of takes a minute of like, all right, like, you know, like he he says, you know, it's a wrap, and, you know, I start heading home, and I'm on the drive going, oh, you know, that was good. These things were good technically about it. And then I'm like, you know, maybe I could have done this better on the next one. And I'm thinking about, you know, I'm kind of critiquing myself in a way. And then as I keep driving home, I'm like, I start – it kind of is like a slow thing and it's like I start out by kind of looking at the character objectively and critiquing myself and then I'm like okay I can do this better next time and then I keep going and I'm like all right I'm back to me like I'm seeing myself as you know Charlie looking at Kim so to speak rather than going through and being like Kim the whole drive home and then getting home and it's like oh my gosh I'm mom now I'm Charlie again you know like I kind of just took the drive to, I guess, you know, detox the character a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, well, here, here's a, here's a uh, kind of a, a left field question I'll, I'll throw out there before we really <laughs> dig, dig into some of your current projects and all that. Um, if you were given any role in any film genre, whether already existing or in future, what would be your first choice? Like, if you were if you were told, look, everything's available, who do you want to be and what type of movie do you want to play in? What would be the one that would be your answer?
1: I would want to be Pocahontas um, from, you know, Disney's Pocahontas.
0: The cartoon or live action? She
1: has that... A live action version. Okay. Um, because, you know, she has that inspiring aspect where she's fighting for something that you know, changes the entire dynamic of, at least in the movie, of how the Indians relate to the um, Englishmen. And I don't know, she, she makes a big change, and it's inspiring, but at the same time, she's the free spirit, and I would love something like that.
0: That's cool. That's not something I would have expected. I'd, most people would have been like, you know, for, for example, oh, I want to be Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> or something like that. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, that, like, I wasn't expecting, like, I, sure. I, I want to be, I want to be Pocahontas. Right on. <laughs> um, Have you ever thought I'm of getting... All
1: about the heart, you know?
0: Have you ever thought about getting into voice acting? I, I didn't see that credit, so I don't know if you've ever done it before, but if you haven't, have you ever yeah, thought of it? I
1: have thought about it. Yeah, I've definitely thought about it. I mean, it seems, like, really cool and really interesting, and it's something that I I would love to get into it. I just, honestly, I, in a way, don't really know exactly where to start. I mean, I would have to probably set up a studio for a self-tape audition to, you know, turn into them. Um, But if there was a studio I could walk into to audition and things with this whole COVID thing, was a little easier to just, like, walk in and do it that way. I could, that'd be a little easier. But at this point, it's, like, all equipment and stuff that I don't know... What the best equipment is, or you know, what I need to do a, a self-tape audition for it. So I haven't really gone for it yet, but it is something that I'm definitely interested in.
0: Well, you you bring up a interesting topic with the uh, with the COVID nineteen. How how has things been with the uh, the shutdown and everything? Has it have you been working on projects that have kind of been put on hold, or uh...
1: yeah, oh, good. A lot of the, um, a, a lot of the acting ones were put on hold. Um, actually, there were like four different ones where the director called and said, "You know what? We have a stay-at-home order. I don't know when we'll be back on, but I will let you know." And that was it. And, um, really unfortunate, you know, because I mean, I love acting, and it was just, I was really bummed for a while. But I started doing more screenwriting during that time. So I'm actually working on a couple of projects right now um one of them is for somebody else can't really talk about it but another one is something i wrote last year and i'm just actually editing it and you know cruising it up and making it better to submit um to a couple of competitions and things but it's actually about an epidemic that the cure has to do with music and i wrote it last year and i was like this is so crazy and you know I'm not sure if it's something that I should be submitting now because I think everybody's probably writing about pandemics now. But I wrote it last year. So, I mean, I didn't know about this yet.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you're, you're right. Everybody's, everybody, it, it's the hot button topic of the day uh, because we're all living through it. But I don't think it'd be a terrible idea to put it in. You never know. It might be, might sell yes. easily because it's the hot topic button, you know? trendy thing trendy things are trendy for a reason so (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh no uh, so that that's interesting so um with the the writing obviously you've been spending more time writing while while under the lockdown and all um Mm -hmm. how did you how do you find time to balance that with with as you said your your mother you know um yeah. As a, as, a, as a parent myself, I, I get how difficult it is to find time for everything, you know, <laughs> and of course, priority first to the family. Yeah, so. it's
1: definitely, for sure, it's definitely hard. Um, So lately, since I've been home a lot more because of the whole epidemic, it actually it made it a little easier. Um, I have a rule that every hour, even if I'm in the middle of writing something and I think I have like the best idea ever, every hour... I make sure that I spend at least 15 minutes with the kids. I I take a break, I go, and I spend 15 minutes, and I spend time with them, no matter what. And that's been my rule the last few weeks, you know, during this pandemic. Um, That way, they know I'm there. They know I'm spending time with them. I'm not, you know, the mom on my phone all day or on my computer all day or whatever. And I just, I hate that idea, you know, of, like, being the mom that's, like, constantly looking at some screen. I want to be actively there um so I'll take 15 minutes an hour and I'll you know play Legos or do a crazy dance with them or something like that and then um at dinner time we always sit together at the table and that's just you know it's been a rule forever um when I'm on set obviously it's a little bit more difficult because I'm gone all day but the thing is I always you know make sure that when I come home you know they might be in bed some nights but then if I know that that weekend I'm not going to be on set or if I know that the next Tuesday I'll be off or whatever day that I'm back, I come back and it's just all day for the kids. I cancel every other plan I have and focus 100% on the kids. And we do something fun. We spend time together. And so that way they know I'm always present. You know what I mean?
0: No, absolutely. Um, well, that, that you, you kind of answered this, but uh, I'll ask it anyway. Um the uh, the question I was going to ask is have you have you incorporated them into the uh, the the film lifestyle in, in some way shape or form? Like the best way I can give an example is uh, I I run an, in an, a podcasting company as you're well aware, and one of the things yeah. we do is a a live action Dungeons and Dragons game, and my kids were fascinated oh, cool. by that to the point that I actually created a show well, it was actually a friend of mine who created the show, but I ran with it, um, incorporating the kids. And my kids are actually the stars. I, I let them do a show playing uh, a Star Wars fantasy game on air, you know. Um, cool. You know, just to kind of incorporate them into the world and so they could see why Daddy does what he does. Is this uh, anything you've ever done with your – I don't know how old your kids are, but uh, is this anything you've ever done with your with your children?
1: Mm-hmm little i love that idea though um my oldest is eight and my daughter is six and then my youngest is three and i i feel like this is something i could do something like that pretty soon um i haven't obviously yet thought of something that cool the most that we've done so far is actually um i've like showed them some of the movies you know right and so like we'll sit down we'll watch it together and That's kind of, like, I guess the most that I've done to, like, bring them into it so far. Um, Another thing, I'm trying to think, so I was writing something for kids just because it was for fun, I haven't turned it in or anything, but I actually asked my son, I was like, hey, what do you think about you know, like, this plot line, or, or, you know, I didn't say it that way, I asked him, you know, at a kid level, but, I was like, what do you think of this, or what about, like, a character that acts like this, what do you think, and he started giving me ideas, and I was like, yeah, that's cool, what about this, and, like, so we go back and forth, you know, in that way, but, um, otherwise, I haven't really incorporated anything yet.
0: If you ever do get that uh, that made, are you going to give him writer's credit? <laughs>
1: of course, he's my son. <laughs> so,
0: well, obviously, I mean,
1: definitely, like, God. They're included in everything I do.
0: So that's awesome. Well, the the uh, you, you kind of answered it a little bit, uh, but again, another question I'll still ask anyway. When not writing, not directing, not producing, not acting, like what is? what does Charlie do for, for her downtime? Like, what is her hobbies? Like the things that, that is normal life be obviously besides the mom thing, which, you know, first and foremost, of course, but, Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, what are, what are some I mean, of the things that you do to just unwind yourself throughout the day?
1: I mean, I feel really lucky because the things I do are like my favorite things. Like back in the day, I would go work at the hospital all night, Or all day, because I ended up being a day shift eventually. And then I would come home and I would write stuff. Or I would come home and I would do a monologue just for fun for myself. And so now I feel like it is kind of my, you know, downtime, so to speak. Like, when I'm being a mom and I'm at home and I'm playing Legos or we're doing a dance party, that's my break from acting and writing. And then when I'm acting and writing, that's my break from, you know, being a mom and, like, doing all the mom things. Um, So I'm really blessed in that way, that I actually really love what I do. But I think, like, at the end of the day, when I'm, like, you know, getting ready to go to bed and I'm, like, sitting down and just wanting to just be me for a while, I guess. You know, I'll put on a movie or I'll put on a TV show that I really like or you know, something like that, and I'll watch it. And it's funny because I'll find myself, like, I'll rewind 15 seconds of something and go, oh, I like how she did that. And it's like, you know, something, she tilted her face a certain way and it changed her book or something like that. Or, you know, some technical acting things that I notice when I'm watching it. So I'm kind of always in that mindset. Mm -hmm. But watching movies, watching shows, and, um... I'm in school too, so that's kind of like a relaxing thing for me because it's—I love learning, so it's like an extra thing that I can do just in my free time.
0: Are you a person who watches your own films? I, I ask because, like, uh, when when throughout my career as, as a professional wrestler, I couldn't watch my own matches because I would I would just critique the hell out of them. You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> I do, <laughs> I do critique them. Oh my gosh, I have to make myself put it down because. I'll be sitting there like, Charlie. Why did you do that? No, like, if, if you you should have done this two seconds too soon. Like, turn your head this way. What? No. And I'm like sitting there critiquing all the things I did, and so eventually I have to put it down <laughs> because otherwise <laughs> I would drive myself nuts. You know.
0: Has it has it changed your your life or your interactions with some of your friends or family members? Uh, the, the the career path. Like, have they seen your films or or known uh the films or whatever that you've written uh and they're just like wow I can't believe you did that or that was you or or
1: yeah some some of them yeah like my grandma and I actually are super close now and um it was funny she reminded me a few weeks ago she's like you know this is great that you're screenwriting because you used to tell stories all the time you know she'd come in my room in the morning and be like all hyper and be a kid and want to go play and I'd be like okay um I want to go back to sleep why don't you tell me about your dream and I would start telling her about my dream and I would end up like embellishing and going into a full-on story like a movie practically <laughs> about my dream that started out probably real and actually was in my dream and then it turned into like some crazy story and she's like sitting there you know, wanting to go back to sleep, but actually sitting up and, like, leaning in going, wait, wait, then what happened? What? And so <laughs> she's like, it's funny that now you're actually screenwriting because, you know, you were telling stories as a kid. You've just always been doing it, and now you just formatted it properly and turn it in, and there you go. And so she's very, very supportive of all of it. Every time I do a movie, she's like, when can I see it? What is it being distributed on? Like, how can I watch it? And it just, you know, it feels really great to have that support, you know, from somebody close to you that you've known your whole life.
0: Um, I was was about to say, it sounds like you've had a lot of support through it.
1: Yeah, it it feels like it, you know? And friends and stuff, I mean, it varies. Like, some people are like, oh my gosh, do you know so-and-so? Could you, like, hook me up with them? And I'm like, uh, no, that's not how it works. Like, I'm not going (laughs) to, like what do you mean like you don't just like hook people up with people they're still people like just because they're a celebrity or something doesn't mean that they're you know different from us we're all human and I have to like explain that to some people but then other people are really really supportive of it they're like oh my gosh when's your next thing what are you doing you know and it's, it's just nice to have that support
0: when you say when you say your friends were asking you to hook up, where they were like, uh, "God, I, I would really love to go out on a date with Kev, uh, Megan Fox. Do you know her? Can you hook me up with her?" Like, were they looking for blind yeah, dates or? Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, just
1: different things. Like, like one of them was asking me, "So, when are you going to go to a Hollywood party? Can I come?" And I'm like, "No, you're, that's not how it works." Like, I'm um, no, and you. And he's like, well, I could be your date. And I'm like, right, but you're not trying to date me. Like, we haven't dated since we've known each other. What do you mean? Like, you no, that's not <laughs> how it works. And he's like, right, well, we could just pretend I'm your boyfriend. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just <laughs> it's funny what people come up
0: with. It, it's kind of ironic. I have an aunt. You know, um, kind of similar, similar situation when she discovered I was a professional wrestler. She didn't understand the difference between the independent circuit and like the WWE, you know, uh, I I never made it to the mainstream, but you know, it's all a brotherhood which way or, or another, but she told my, my, I guess my little nephew, my second cousin or whatever, uh, that I was a pro wrestler, and he's a huge wrestling fan. And, of course, she's now Aww. bothering me for John Cena's autograph. And Ray Mysterio's like, I've never met these people. <laughs> you know?
1: Exactly. I know. I'm like, I don't know all these people. <laughs> That's funny. And how do you, how do you tell <laughs> a six-year-old?
0: It's like, I'm sorry, I don't know them. You know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're like but you're a
0: wrestler how do you not know him right you know yeah. <laughs> so but it, it, it it's cute. funny but with uh with everything going on obviously you're still uh working on film um there's one that uh, before we got on air we were talking about that is uh getting ready to release soon and then, then another project that you just told me about that you uh wanted to announce so why don't we dig into those uh first oh, we'll start yeah. with with eternity uh, that's the one that's getting ready to release yeah, soon correct Eternity. And you are yep,
1: credited I was
0: you are credited. Go ahead, sorry. sorry, as nurse number three in Eternity, is that correct?
1: <laughs> yeah. I was an extra in that one. Um, but my main focus, I was associate producer and script supervisor and um, script supervising, I mean that took up the most like focus, um, aside from the producing part. But everything just, you know, I'm kind of like a perfectionist, so everything, I'm like, okay, you know, the cup was in that hand, so she needs to make sure the cup is also in that hand for the next scene, and, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And then also managing the timing of everything and just all the details of the script, advocating for the script, reminding people of lines, Um, so I had that be my main focus, and then I jumped in as an extra for a part of it, too, so that was me being nurse three, Um, which was fun, too, because I used to work in a hospital, so it was, like, <laughs> it was like a reminder of that, I guess.
0: Well, that, that was going to be my question. Uh, did, did you purposely take a step back to being an extra in that film because of the other responsibilities that you had in the film?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we talked about it, like, the director and I talked about it, and they're like, originally, we were talking about me being a little bit, like, I had a talking piece. It didn't fit, and it didn't work with the flow of everything. So we're like, okay, we're going to cut that out. We're going to keep going. And then um, as a script supervisor, that was my focus for, you know, the whole thing. And then I had the scene I did was, I mean, it only took us like an hour or so to shoot that because it was real small. Um, But then I went right back to focusing on script supervising and then associate producing, you know, before and after. But, um, it was fun because, like, I already had the scrub and I already had the stethoscope and, like, you know, I already was like, well, I used to do this, so it'll be easy for me to go into that role. Um, so, that was fun.
0: How did, I've never been an extra. Uh, I had an uncle who was uh, a Civil War reenactor. He actually got to be in the movie, uh, Gettysburg, uh, playing one of the rebel oh, soldiers cool. in the Battle of Gettysburg. You. you if you watched the movie, you never saw him because you know it was kind of like the overhead shot things. But how 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 different yeah. is it being an extra to being somebody who has like like you said a, a developed character, a speaking role or whatever? Like it, it like for example, like if you if you're in a uh, coffee shop an extra in a coffee shop and you're in the mm-hmm. background and you're, you're, you know, making it look like you're having a conversation with your friend across, uh, across the table in the background, but you're not saying anything. You're just kind of miming mouth words and hand movements and stuff. Is that, is that kind of how it is? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that. I mean, I was standing there and I was, I was charting, you know, the patients that I had earlier that night, I was charting their information down and I had this whole idea of what my character was doing. It was, that's, I guess that's the similarity is you're still embodying character completely. The difference is that, you know, the camera's on you and they're focusing on you or they're not. It's still, it's like stepping into a different world that, you know, the world doesn't actually really exist, but it's making a reality in that world that, you know, in a, in a false world, I guess. Um, so it's, you know, that's who I was. I was a nurse, period. So it's like, I was, you know, I was sitting down. I was charting. I was writing down. You know, I was kind of like wiping my eyes because it was midnight and I was exhausted. And in reality, it was two p.m. and I was much tired.
0: So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
1: it just, it was, it was that sort of thing. Like I kept blinking because I was tired. And you know, it just, it's you're still embodying a different person, but it, it's not. You know, the camera's not 100% focused on you. So, um, it's you know, you're not like, worried about the technicalities of, you know, if you tilt your head slightly to the right, you're kind of more just like, okay, I'm in there. I got this, you know?
0: Right. But with that one, that one's coming out soon. What what platform is that going to be coming out on?
1: I think, yeah, I think they're working on distribution. I'm not entirely sure. Um, He was talking about putting it on Amazon recently. Okay. But I haven't heard since then exactly where we're putting it. Um, so I'm thinking Amazon when it comes out if you know a link is gonna go on my website for sure. So right.
0: and we will definitely promote definitely
1: has access to it there.
0: Yeah we will definitely promote the website at the end here. But let's jump into the other one that you just told me about. Um, I'll I'll let you even give the introductions and all that to it. You have a surprise coming.
1: Yeah, oh I'm excited about this one. So this is called Wicked Ally um, a friend of mine, Lee Feathers, actually, he's a great screenwriter. He wrote it, um, and he he showed it to me before, and he's like, how do you think of this? And, I mean, I love the story. I can't give away too much, um, but it's a very, very good story. And um, then later on, you know, they were casting, and I auditioned, and I was like, I sent in my reel and everything, and they're like, yeah, you know, we, we, could, we could make you the detective. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And so... Um, I'm really excited about this. We're shooting the trailer in the next couple months, and then I think probably this fall we'd be shooting the movie. Um, but I, you know, that's pretty much it as far as what I can say about it.
0: Oh, so you can't tell us what but what style think, of movie it's going to be, like a just with detective I and all that. I'm thinking like a crime drama. Like that's the I first thing that popped kind
1: of to pop to my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seems like it would be right. Right. But it should probably next year is when it would come out.
0: All right, great. So that that one's going into production. That one's that one's all set to go. And uh, like you said, yeah. you're you're going to be playing the detective.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that one you'll definitely have to come back and let us more know more about that one when uh, when you can. Release more. Of course, rule number one on breaking the fourth wall is no spoilers. We don't want to spoil anything. We want people to go see the films or read the books or, you know, whatever it is that we're we're discussing with with our guests. So, <laughs> I don't I don't want spoilers. Yeah. But we definitely want to have you back on to hear more about it when more is available. So, <laughs> for sure, I would love to. Now, of course, a lot of a lot of where eh, people could find your stuff, whether whether it's stuff you've written or stuff that uh, you've acted in, uh, as you mentioned earlier, could be found on your web your particular website. Correct? You have links that send people to the films or or wh- wherever yeah. they are. You want to go ahead and let everybody know? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it's www.charlie-marie.com. So like dot com.
0: all right and guys make sure you go do that and and you know if there's a comment section or something tell them tell them you uh, came here from realm of the mist let her know that she's got some love from our listeners so <laughs> That'd be awesome. uh, what's what's next obviously besides uh, besides the surprise movie what's next in, in store for for Charlie Marie like what are we looking at down the line?
1: Well, definitely a bunch more movies like that. Um, I'm doing obviously right now a lot of independent films and um, I'm hoping to submit back masking the one about the epidemic that, you know, was cured by music pretty soon. I think that I'm going to take your advice on that and just go for it.
0: 'll I'll, so, I'll, I'll take an extra I mean, part in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Nobody <laughs> wants it. to see that's me on awesome. film. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: but uh, I have things um, on my website there's links to my social media too. so on Instagram, you know I update that pretty much every day um, and Facebook as well. So that has a little bit more info.
0: And I yeah, will make yeah. sure those links are in the description of this, uh, this episode down below in the description. So that way you guys can go directly to our Instagram and Facebook page and I will make sure the website link is there as well. So <laughs> thank you. Oh, not a problem. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, it, obviously the Instagram and, and Facebook would probably be one of the best ways for people to contact you if they have any more questions or, or just want to mm-hmm. get to know more that I didn't ask. Uh, is that correct?
1: Yeah, and there's this whole contact me section of my website, too. So all three of them work fine. Oh,
0: perfect. And, again, I want to thank you very much for coming on. You've been an absolute pleasure. Um, guys, make thank sure you're you. keeping an eye out for Eternity and the upcoming... What was what was the title of the film again? I, I missed that thinking about cr- uh, crime mm-hmm. drama.
1: <laughs> Wicked Ally.
0: Wicked Ally. Make sure you're keeping an eye that out for resetters. Wicked I- <laughs> Ally. We will be... Uh, Discussing that more as more develops, I promise you. Um Charlie, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'd love to have you back on Don't Be a Stranger. Thank you. Thank you and guys, For
1: sure. thank you so much.
0: And guys, we will catch you on the next Breaking the Fourth Wall. Have a good night. and if you're interested in being a patreon supporter please go over to patreon.com slash realm of the mist and just a dollar a month gives you exclusive content and helps our channel out greatly guys again thank you very much for joining us and we will see you on the next episode